What's up guys, it's your boy Nate with my buddy Matt, alongside with Ryan and a special guest, TJ Jones. And uh, we have a lot to discuss because there's a lot been going on this week with the whole coronavirus. I mean guys, we may be getting locked in for an entire week, but that's not stopping sports and reports covering all the latest sports and news that's been going on around the world. So definitely stay close. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Nate, alongside with Matt here. And uh, Sports and Reports is back with a couple of things that we got to talk about regarding, again, the coronavirus. Definitely old news, but it's still affecting a lot of lives. So um, some five things that you can actually uh, do to help stop the spread of coronavirus. Um, I figured we can go ahead. I'll let my boy, Matt, give you a couple of things that you guys can do, right? All right, guys. It's real simple. Uh, basically just be clean you know what I mean like so so, so number one uh, wash your hands often and there's a lot a lot of people out there we found out uh, apparently don't wash their hands because they're the ones that are ma- telling everybody to wash their hands and and you know we're over here like uh, my guy we've been doing that for a while so for, for we, a while, uh, we we always wash our hands so you know <laughs> just wash your hands often you know if, if you're if you regularly wash your hands do it a little extra um, cough into your elbow don't just be coughing out in the open, spreading them germs, you know, you cough, you know, into your elbow, um, away from everybody. Um, also number three, don't touch your face, um, especially your eyes, your mouth, um, places where germs enter very easily. Um, number four, stay at least three feet away from others. Um, just, you know, the whole social hashtag social distancing that's going on out there. And uh, number five, if you feel sick, go get checked and stay inside. You don't want to be out um, like patient 31 um, who was told, I believe it was in South Korea, multiple times by doctors to stay inside, not go out, to, uh, to get um, tested. And, um, you know, she decided that she was going to go out and go into big opening openings. Uh, you know, crowded places such as like breakfast with her friends and church, and she got hundreds and hundreds of people infected. So don't be that lady. Yeah, please don't be that lady. <laughs> Definitely think before you do, um, and also think of others uh, before your own uh, selfish needs. Definitely, because again, we gotta kill this virus. Uh, again, this is, has been a huge pandemic. Uh, that no one definitely saw coming. Um, we always talked about, but no one really truly prepared for. So it's definitely affecting a lot of things. So definitely keep those um, in your thoughts. But in, in, uh, in other news, let's get into the sports world. Um, let's do it. Yeah, let's do let's, it, man. Uh, so so inter- interesting enough, um, we talked a little bit about the WWE last time, um, and we got Rob Gronkowski who has signed with <clears throat> WWE. Um, I don't know if he's going to be wrestling eventually, but for now it's to host the empty WrestleMania um, for the moment. Yeah, like I don't, I don't know how I really feel about the whole empty WrestleMania again. Um, <clears throat> I'm subscribed to WWE on my Snapchat, and watching the top ten is, again, it's very cringy because, again, there's no fans, there's no one to interact with, um, the segments just seem a little bit weird without having someone to really react to, you know. And I really don't know how Vince McMahon and the you know wrestling entertainment is going to handle this and do this. Hopefully, someone comes to their you know right sense and say, you know what, let's just go ahead and try to postpone this, do something, because I really 
I'm sorry, I wouldn't watch it. I don't know yeah. about you. I don't know if you would watch it. No, so so this is this is basically why why I think it's weird. <clears throat> I can see if they wanted to do normal sporting events such as basketball games, even a right, football right, game, you right. know, baseball game with without fans in the stadiums. That happened at, after the riots. Remember the Orioles had a game without any fans in it. And it, it was weird, but it was just weird because it was not usual. Yeah. Um but the reason why a WWE uh, event with no fans is weird is because just like sports is a show, but sports is is a competitive sport. It's real. WWE is 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 fake. It's it's a show. So so to put on those acts, yeah. you need an audience. Yeah. And to not have an audience there to feed off of you. So you're at WrestleMania, a place where you know, it's it's held in football stadiums once a year. That's their Super Bowl. And it's there's supposed to be hundreds of thousands of fans there with and they're known for their huge stages that they build. Exactly. And the pyrotechnics and the fireworks and these grand people cheering, people booing. So they move it into this this little tiny performance center that's as big as my damn house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, they come out and they're, you know, introducing and then there's crickets. So then Exactly. Know. That what brings us to our next uh, our next segment, segment, which is good move or bad move, and uh, yeah. my question to you is: uh, good move or bad move? Is, is this a good move for the uh, wrestling entertainment to continue WrestleMania, or is it a bad move? Yeah, I feel like they should just postpone it. I think that they should just postpone it. Um, but I know why postponing is an issue. I know they have a lot of part-time uh, wrestlers who are like legends and people who are coming back. So I'm sure their schedules, <clears throat> um, people like John Cena and stuff. I'm sure their schedules. Um, it's hard for them to get off at another time. So they agreed to this date, and that's probably why they have to do that. Also, WrestleMania was moved to a two-night event. I don't know if you knew that. They made it into a two-night event. You know, event. I, my, my thing is that, you know, like, is it really worth it? Um, because, again, regardless of people who can't make it or their schedules or not, mm-hmm. um, is it really worth still having knowing that the WWE universe probably won't like it? Yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> And I don't think they will. Like I said, I, I usually, I don't watch wrestling. I did when I was a kid. Um, but I usually always watch WrestleMania. Just because it's... I mean, we all grew up with yeah, it, so we, we all, all know yeah. it. We all, we all know, we all love it. But, uh, you know, and I think it's just funny that they made the decision to move it to two nights because instead of one night of no fans, you get two. So two nights of cringeworthiness. I think it's a bad move. I think that they should postpone it or do do something. I, I don't know what it is. No, I well, absolutely, answer, absolutely. And then, guys, you can actually go ahead and give us your opinion on our Instagram page. Again, Sports and Reports. We'll put it up, put a poll up. Uh, definitely let us know if it's a good move or bad new, uh, move for the um, wrestling entertainment for holding uh, the WrestleMania at a performance center right absolutely um continuing with our good move and bad move segment we did post some um good move bad move questions on our instagram page again that's sports and reports um on ig it uh so we started off we have the results here for you we asked if the bucks signing tom brady was a good move or a bad move 80 percent thought it was a good move 20 percent said bad move so do you know what do you what did you pick I said it was a good move. Absolutely. And I, I actually think it's a good move, too. Um, a new home for Brady uh, means uh, better opportunities to show why he's a GOAT, why he's the greatest of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, being under a different organization, showing that he can actually win a ring or try to compete uh, without being under uh, Bill. Uh, definitely a huge move for Tom Brady. Uh, definitely a great stepping stone for him to uh, also grow um, as a quarterback. So definitely a good move on my end. 
Um, I'll say it's a good move on the Bucks for signing Tom Brady. Um, Tom Brady going. I'm not sure. I, like I said before, I think I think Tom Brady is trying to uh, win without Belichick and the Patriots, and Belichick and the Patriots are going to try to win without Tom Brady and try to prove that they don't need one another. Um, so that's you know I said good move though for the Bucks taking him. On to the second good move, bad move. Miami signs Byron Jones, making him the highest paid corner in the NFL. 78% said good move. 22% said bad move. I feel like the Miami Dolphins should have spent that money somewhere else. Yeah. My opinion. So I think that's a bad move on my end. Mm-hmm. I felt like the organization should have started working on getting a uh, quarterback you know, someone to, to, to throw to these receivers. Um, defense isn't my first thing when it comes to Miami Dolphins. It's getting an offense for them. And I think, to me, that's just a horrible, horrible move mm-hmm. money-wise. Could have definitely, you know, structured this contract a little bit better than what they did. Waste of money. Uh, I'm against the minority as well. Or the, not the minority. <clears throat> I'm against the, um, yeah. I'm, 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 against, I'm against, you know, the majority. I'm against the majority who said, Good, uh, good move. I'm the minority in saying bad move. Um, just not not because they of the player that they signed, but because um, the money that they gave him. Exactly By, the money. Yeah, that's that's, that's it's way all too money. much money, man. Byron Jones is 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 a is a great player, but he is not should not be the highest paid corner in the NFL. Uh, S- Stephon Gilmore, Marlon Humphrey, Marcus Peters. <clears throat> um, there's so many other corners out there that deserve to get make more money than him. Um, but on to the next one. Ryan Tannehill agrees to terms with the Tennessee Titans on a four-year, $118 million deal. Good move. 20% said good move. 80% said bad move. Nate, what did you say? I actually agree with the 80% that said it was a bad move because it was a bad move. Kind of paid him a little bit too much money. Uh, definitely happy that he has found himself a home, uh, making himself um, <clears throat> known. Uh, again, we all know Ryan Tannehill had um, <clears throat> a career down in Miami, and it, it wasn't the, the greatest. But uh, him landing a home in Tennessee definitely, you know, did a good thing for his career. Um, good move on signing him, bad move on giving him a huge-ass deal, like $118 million. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My um, opinion. I feel like it's a whole Joe Flacco thing all over again. Yeah. I, was with, I was with Nate with the, uh, with the bad move here. Um, He's a game manager. He's not your superstar quarterback. I think they overpaid for another Joe Flacco type, somebody who's just going to game manage the uh, offense. And, I mean, the offense ran through Derrick Henry. It did the not run through ran Tannehill. completely through Derrick Henry. I mean, again, he, he made Without some Derrick plays. Without Derrick Henry, there would be exactly. no Tannehill. Exactly. Um, so next we have got the Cardinals trading for DeAndre Hopkins. 80% said good move, 20% said bad move. I think we don't even have to dive into this. We all agree that for the Cardinals trading for DeAndre Hopkins and what they traded for him, it was a good move. Good move. Good, good move. move. I don't even think we need to dive into that. Whoever said, 20, whoever said bad move for the Cardinals with that 20%, I don't know what you were doing. I, <laughs> no, no, to be honest with you, to be honest with you, who actually ever said bad move, uh, we would love to know why you said bad move because maybe they maybe said bad move in regards to the Texans the, the te- yeah, maybe trading the off to, which, to the Cardinals. Which is funny because which leads me into the next one, <laughs> <laughs> which is which is the Texans trading for David Johnson. And if anybody knows that it's not just the Texans trading for David Johnson, it's the Texans trading 
you know, for David Johnson in return, giving away DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, and 30% said good move, 70% said bad move, um, which I feel like should be 100%. You know, you know, you know, again, David Johnson actually may have, you know, another comeback season in regards to his career. Uh, again, he has been injury prone a little bit, but I mean, maybe he may show up in, in, in Houston, you know. Uh, definitely best wishes to him and the organization, but I just don't understand how you can let go uh, for, I mean, let go of your best receiver for, to me, four kind of me- mediocre players. Arguably top three receivers. Arguably top three in this conversation with Michael Thomas, DeAndre Hopkins, and Julio Jones. <clears throat> I believe are top three. All in the NFC, I might add. There you go. Um, next move, speaking of receivers, is um, the Bills trade for Stefan Diggs. Uh, 40, 64% said good move, 36% said bad move. Nate, what do you think about that? I mean, it's a good move for uh, Stefan Diggs to, you know, find another, another home. I think Stefan Diggs wanted to be uh, the number one receiver, and uh, he wasn't that in Minnesota. And I think we all can agree that, that he wasn't the number one receiver in Minnesota. And I think that with the Bills, he will be able to get that number one seed spot or the, the number one receiving spot. Um, I, I think Stefan just wanted some, some shine, and I think he'll get that in, in Buffalo. I think him and Josh Allen will definitely make uh, good connections up in Buffalo. So good move um, with bringing him there. What was his contract like? Mm. <clears throat> I don't even. I didn't even know. I don't. I don't. I think that was the, the bad move. I was. I was. I was speaking of in regards to his contract. The contract seemed a little bit off, um, but I would have to definitely go back and review his contract to see if it was actually a good move or a bad move via contract. But definitely a good move to send him over to the Buffalo Bills. Um, yeah. I would agree. I would agree and say good move. Um, Stefan Diggs definitely makes the Bills a better team. Um, it gives Josh Allen another weapon. Look, when you have when uh, John Brown is your number one receiver, by don't get me wrong, he had a great year last year with the Bills, but John Brown is not a number one receiver. Um, so you definitely, you know, you definitely get a Stefan Diggs who's arguably a number one receiver. Um, I, I more so think that Stefan Diggs, Stephon Diggs is, a, is a great number two receiver. But even if you have a great number two receiver and then a number two receiver in John Brown, I still th- think that's a very solid receiving core and makes them better. So um, here we go, Nate. Uh, good move, bad move. The Colts sign Phillip Rivers. Um, 55, this one's a little more even. With a good move, they is 55% and 45% <clears throat> say bad move. So it's almost a 50-50 split. Well, you know, I'm actually kind of curious on all the people that said bad move because um, I want to know your thoughts on why they think it would be a bad move. Do you know why, do you know <clears throat> why it's probably a bad move, Nate? <laughs> so I think it's a good move that they got Phillip Rivers, even though I don't think right now Phillip Rivers is that much better than a Jacoby Brissett just because the age and last year it looked like he was deteriorating a little bit. Um, doesn't look like he can make the same throws. Um, that he once was. He was missing a lot of throws from what I could see. Not saying he's still not a solid quarterback, but I think why people said bad move, um, which I don't remember what I what I had voted on here, um, but I think it's because of the money. He got a one-year $25 million deal, I believe with an incentive for a year or two, but as of right now, it's a one-year $25 million deal for an old quarterback who's on the decline. When you have Jacoby Brissett, who's probably just just as good right now, um, I believe. I think Jacoby Brissett filled in quite nicely last year um, for the situation they got put in with the sudden, sudden retirement with Andrew Luck. 
I you know, I, I feel like that it could have been one of those things where, um, you know, you hire a veteran quarterback mm-hmm. to get underneath that, you know, that new and tenured, yeah. uh, well, I mean, not tenured, the new and um, fresh quarterback to, you know, give him some knowledge or something. We all know Phillip Rivers is a very knowledgeable quarterback. He has a lot of years under his, uh, under his belt. Uh, still, to me, one of the one of the good quarterbacks in the league. Again, he is declining a little bit, but maybe you're right. Maybe they paid him a little bit too much money in regards to that one year deal, twenty five million dollars for one for one year on a declining quarterback. You're, prob- you're, you're probably I'm right. Thinking just, <clears throat> you're I'm probably thinking, right. I'm thinking just draft one. You know what I mean? And you're just probably right on that one. You're probably right on that one. I think what they wanted to do was give credit to where credit is due. Mm-hmm. You know. But my issue is is why give a one year twenty five million dollar deal? That's a lot of money to give a declining quarterback. Why give that money and just hold off on your rebuild another season? Why not jump ahead when you're already what did the Chargers have a top ten pick this year? I believe if we have to look that up. We have to see where the I'm sorry where, where the Colts pick. We have to see where the Colts well, pick well, this year. We They're definitely not, do. Chargers because are top what 10. I'm looking at right now um, is that the Colts are actually working on their defense. To right. me, what what it looks yeah, like with the four and I feel like they actually and have been yeah. the last two two seasons. They actually have been working on their defense. Uh, not seeing out so many offensive um, pickups from the Colts. Mm. And um, I think this was the first offensive pickup that they that, that they've had in the, in the last three years. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, we'll see what right. what the Colts would the, do in regards to you know the defense. Rivers. The defense definitely looks good. They added DeForest Buckner, um, who's a leader. He was a captain on the 49ers. You have Darius Leonard. You have Malik Hooker, who's a great safety, um, up and coming, I believe. Um, but like I said, I think signing Philip Rivers just holds you off on getting that much better in the long run. Because why not start your not I don't want to say rebuild because they have great pieces, but why 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 wait? You know what I mean? Why wait that another year to draft a quarterback when you could have just done it now? Um so on to on to the next good move, bad move. Um Amari Cooper re-signs with the Dallas Cowboys for a five-year hundred million dollar deal. Um, 25% said good move, 75% said bad move. Again, I was part of that 75%. I definitely believe um, he's a good player. It's a good move that they got the good player, but again, it's money for me. It comes down to the money. To me, it's definitely a bad move, too. Again, too much money for him. Um, Again, Amari Cooper didn't, to me, perform that great last year. Um, So definitely a bad move, agreeing with the 75%. I definitely want to hear back from those 25% who did say it was a good move. Uh, definitely want to hear more about it. Teddy Bridgewater to the North Carolina Panthers. Now, come on. Come on, tell me. Please, right now. Good move, bad move, Matt. All right. Um, well, let's see. Our, our, um, our, uh, our people, our followers on IG said 82% good move. 18% said bad move. Um, I was a part of the good move. Um, we all know that's a good move. I'm just, move. That, that's just me. I, 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 I look. <laughs> when you got look, when you got a stand-up guy like Teddy Bridgewater who declined to be a starter last year, so that he could go back and back up the goat, in my opinion, in Drew Brees. Absolutely. I believe Drew Brees is the goat. We should actually have a poll about that too. No, we, we should. We should. We should. About that. I mean, he was he he was able to learn a lot from Drew Brees. Not only that, yeah, he got Drew, to fill in. Exactly. When Drew Brees went out, he was able to fill did in he, and did, and he did win? phenomenal. He won, he won games. games. That he, was he, out, won, right? he won. He won. I don't know if he won the, all of them. Did he won. He? he won games. Let's just say that. Yeah, right. He won the, almost all. Sean Payton was able to trust Teddy with the ball. All right. Not Taysom Hill. 
Yeah. Don't get me on, don't get me on Taysom Hill. Not Taysom Hill. He trusted Teddy, all right? Now, we all know Hill probably got real upset that he picked Teddy right. over right. him. But again, we all know that Teddy Bridgewater... Uh, definitely still has uh, some dog left in them, yeah. and we're definitely happy. I mean, definitely good move for me, in my opinion, for the Carolina Panthers. I agree. And can we talk about t- the Taysom Hill thing just just for a second? Um, these same analysts who have said that Lamar Jackson is not a franchise quarterback are the same are the same ones um, who say Taysom Hill, who is a thirty year old Swiss Army knife quarterback, who say who he should be a franchise. You know what? I mean, you can keep talking about it because I'm not going to even entertain that one because yeah. you already know how I feel. But look, guys, we got two more left, and uh, it's basically the same thing. Um, it it's it's the same player, two different things. Um, it's the Rams release Todd Gurley. Was that a good move or a bad move? Thirty three percent good move, sixty seven percent said bad move. I said good move. Um, I was part of that 33%. I just think he's very injury-prone. Um, I mean, I definitely say it's a good move, too. I think he should have got gotten out of L.A. a long, a long time ago. Yeah, maybe last um, year. So. Probably last year or so. Um, so I actually agree with the 33% who actually said good move. Want to know about the 67% right. on why that was a bad move. Definitely at us on Instagram, Sports and Reports. We'd love to hear from you. All right, so the next, the last but not least same player, Todd Gurley signs with the Atlanta Falcons. Was this a good move or a bad move? 82% good, said good move. 18% said bad move. I was part of the good move. Even though I think um, Todd Gurley is injury prone, that doesn't mean I don't think with the right deal and the right team that he couldn't make a difference. With the right and, organization, too, as and, well. Because, yeah, again, they can and, definitely rehab that body to, yeah. to, to be in perfect shape, you know, to really get him ready for right. this next season. You know, and, again, if the offensive – I mean, if the um, – the organization starts to build around Todd Gurley, yeah. you no know, getting a good, a good offensive line, getting some good blocking for him and stuff. I mean, him and, and Matt Ryan, they could have a phenomenal year, you know, mm-hmm. a good dump-off guy. It could be one of those um, Drew Brees and um, um, Kamar, Kamar connections yeah. where, you know, a, a no one's open, good drop off. Look, I look at it as the the, Fal- the you know the Falcons kind of need something since they since they blew that Super Bowl a few years ago against the Pats. They've kind of needed some something good, and uh, I believe Todd Gurley brings some star power to that Absolutely. team. They need some excitement in in, in Atlanta, and um, you know I think I think he does that. He's going to help put butts in the seats, and they need a running back since they've released Devontae Freeman, and last year Tevin Coleman went and uh, signed with the 49ers. Well, look, you know, guys. Uh, Sports and reports. Where again, we're just we're, we're trying to cover uh, as much as possible in regards to what's going on. Um, as you can see, we we are podcasting from home again, quarantine and chill. Uh, so we're, we're we're definitely doing our best here. But um, definitely happy that you guys are sticking it out with us and uh, staying with us as much as you can. So uh, we just want to thank you guys again so much. Uh, we'll be right back uh, after a quick break, and then we'll get into uh, some of the movies you guys should definitely look into uh, during this whole quarantine and chill. So uh, stay close. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to Sports and Report. It's your boy Nate with Matt, TJ, and Ryan. And uh, we're back to give you uh, the... That's the best shows and movies to watch during this whole quarantine and chill. Uh, Matt, what do you call it again? It's uh, 
Quarantine and shows you fiend. Quarantine and shows you fiend. Beep, 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 beep. So look, uh, go ahead and let's give us, uh, I guess, your your best shows and movies to probably watch. Go ahead, uh, Ryan. So if you're looking, I got. I want to talk about two shows that we should all be watching. Okay. Okay. So if you're looking back to the ones that is a little bit older, it's a show with Kevin Spacey, House of Cards. Okay, that's one of my favorite shows. I love political atmospheres. I love learning about it, especially in today's times when we're talking about this quarantine and what the government's response is to it. It's a really good show to watch. I know Kevin Spacey has had his issues in the past, but overall, show is great. Watch seasons one and two. You actually love that show a lot too. I, love you, that you, show. I, I remember back at Thompson Ave, this man was literally watching that show. I've actually Fuck never it. seen one episode. <laughs> I've, never seen, I've never seen it either, <laughs> so I might have seen. to go home and watch it. Yeah. Where can we watch it? Netflix. Netflix yeah. has got it. All Netflix right, so, and so chill. The people need to <laughs> Netflix I, I, I and chill it, and quarantine and shows you feed. Uh, I know it went pretty big when Kevin Spacey had his issues, his legal issues and stuff like that, but I, I never even, never even attempted to get into it. Uh, me personally. Anybody that knows me know I'm always going to recommend Sons of Anarchy. It's a great yeah. show, greatest show that's ever been. Uh, you can watch that right now on Hulu. There's a spinoff series on Lions MC. Uh, Sons of Anarchy's on Hulu. They just took it off of Netflix. Netflix has got their issues. Everybody <laughs> knows that. <laughs> but uh, Sons of Anarchy, man, there's there's going to be seven seasons, about 13 episodes a season or hour long. There you go. I mean, I'll tell you what. If you want to be blown off your blown off your couch by a series, man, that's that's the one you want to watch right there. There you go. Um, I'm going to go ahead and uh, go go a little off from those shows. I'm going to say go ahead and watch Black Mirror um, on Netflix. Every, sh- every Yo, episode. Yo, I was legit watching Black Mirror Did yesterday. You? Were you? And it's good, right? I every show is different. Everyone's different. Yo, this show... <laughs> <laughs> it's wild. It's yo. wild, right? Like you see a lot of weird, like it's a like, weird, it's, weird so shit, man. Every single episode is usually directed by somebody different. It has different actors in it. They they you can watch any episode. They don't have to like they're, they're not interconnecting. Um so, hey, season one, 15 million merits. One of my favorite episodes yeah, in Black Mirror. None of them connect. You can watch any episode at any time, doesn't matter. Don't I don't start off with episode one, season one though. Don't no for real. So many people have said they hated that episode and and, and they won't go and watch the it's other episode episodes. Episode one, season one of many things can be interesting. Yeah. Ryan and I here had ourselves a conversation earlier about Love Is Blind. Oh <laughs> my bro, God. Love Is Blind let's, was let's, let's insane. Have the, uh, let's have the Love Is Blind talk. Okay, so oh, so man. we're all, was, we're, uh, we're all gonna talk about this. Uh, but four guys sitting around. Yo, it was good. It was really good. Yeah. Uh, I did miss the first episode, I'll tell you that right now. I was at work, you know, Megan started it, we had some disagreements about that, but I came in <laughs> came in episode two, and I gotta tell you, man, the idea of that that show got awful. Uh, well, really good. You know, I really love it. Really the- good for millennials. <laughs> really good for millennials. No, I just love the just, fact that Nick Lachey tried to make himself relevant in the show. He said, obviously, I'm Nick Lachey. <laughs> <laughs> Get your 98 degrees head ass out of here, boy. (laughs) We said that show show did not need hosts. It didn't. It didn't. didn't. But but the show in and of itself, uh, not bad. Actually, thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, 
It was a good reality TV do show. Do you do you know that actually the majority of the people in that show did get engaged, but the producers didn't plan on having that many people get engaged, so they just told them like, "Oh, sorry, you gotta go." <laughs> so all these people got engaged. They block. got promised that if they did, they would get to go to like where was it, shopping Cancun or wherever block. they went to. For and vacation. then they're like, yeah. So then mm. they, you know, they never even talked about all the other people. Randomly, all of a sudden, they just went ahead with these other six couples, and then that was it. Like, you know, I, where did everybody else go? I thought it was pretty <laughs> funny that. Where did LC go? Yeah. Yes, LC. That's, that's a good we all one. Want to know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, that's a that was a good girl right there. Hey, you, you know, so, you know, so like one of my favorite things was when Amber was like, Amber does oh. anything. That's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, she was like, she was like Barnett. Is that your first name? He he goes, that's my my last name. She goes, so what's your first name? Matt. Well, he, well, he goes, he goes Matt, and he was like, well, she she goes, well, I'm calling you Matt. Like, who the hell goes by their last name? Barnett. Half of my friends. <laughs> <Barnett>. <laughs> okay, Sergeant Jones. <laughs> so yeah, Love Is Blind is definitely one of those shows. If you haven't watched it yet, definitely go if ahead. You want, if you want to hear some, you know, see and hear something more annoying than the coronavirus, watch Love Is Blind. Jessica's What's her name? Voice. Jessica. Jessica's yep. voice. Jessica's yes. voice. You're She's all, 34, by the way. Yeah, and you'll. <laughs> uh, you're all, Jessica's you're all, 34. And and, and and Mark is 24. If, yeah, if yes. you didn't know. So definitely, if you want to get annoyed and. Uh, do all that definitely watch Love Is Blind and so then just is, wait for the reunion because the reunion gets even juicier. So what? So we got a little you know into the Love Is Blind conversation. What is what's your show for quarantine and shows you feed? Um, again, uh, it's gonna have to be Breaking Bad. Uh, it's definitely one of my go tos. I love it. Uh, it definitely goes pedal to the fucking metal until like, season five. <laughs> until season five, man. I season mean, like it wastes it wastes no time getting into like the meats and potatoes of what's going on in the exactly. show. My favorite episode has to be when. Uh, uh, Agent Hank gets gets uh, caught by the two twins in the parking lot, and they go ham. Oh my goodness, it was crazy. One of the better episodes is when Hank gets shot. Yeah, dude, when Hank gets when shot, Hank man, gets don't shot. spoil it for him. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, won't, I won't. I won't spoil it for you guys, but it's definitely a show. Great, uh, if, great show. Seasons if, one through four, man. It's it's all throttle, man. It's wide open. It, it's gonna keep you on the edge of your seat. You don't know which direction it's taking. Season and five comes in and it hits the brakes. Yeah, you, Son, Sons of Anarchy and I want to say Breaking Bad had that somewhat of the same type of vibe and stuff going on in regards to, you know, money, drugs, gangs, <laughs> gangs <laughs> El Chapo, man, web. shit. Well, if you want to go down that alley, you might as well go narcos. <laughs> yeah, you might as well go up. narcos, right? Go see uh, one, <laughs> Pablo es es Escobar. It's tough to find. Uh, it used to be on Netflix when I watched it. I believe it's on Hulu now. I could be wrong. I know it's. Uh, I know it's out there somewhere. The following with Kevin Bacon. It's about. Uh, it's oh, about you know, a, I heard about that show. It's about a cult. Uh, it's old. It got canceled. It was on cable. It got canceled, and then uh, some streaming networks picked it up. The cult is run by this dude that Kevin Bacon is is beefing with, and man, it's three. It's three. Uh, three seasons. One of the best shows I've ever seen. Uh, if you can find it, it's The Following, Kevin Bacon. It's up there, man. Top top five shows. Top five shows. Well, look, man, we definitely got to save some shows for next week so uh, they can actually uh, know some good ones. But look, let's get straight into the next one. Some sports. Some sports, because uh, we were actually talking about this earlier, me and you, TJ, uh, in the best... Uh, sporting events you've seen live, or not even if you ever ever seen live, top. you know. Give your top that you were witness to. That yeah, you were you there. Witnessed to. You were in the stadium. You got to. You got to be there. Um, you start with TJ. Then what's what's the best sporting event that you were there live and in person? I hate saying it, but uh, 2012 when the Orioles went to the playoffs, man, I uh, I was at I think it was game one. 
Oh wait, it was you, Ryan, and uh, his mom and dad, right? Mm, Who no. was it, Ryan? It was me, you. Wasn't Kyle Gibson there? I think so. Because I, so. I, I was going to say the same thing. Yeah, it was, yeah I, I was going to go the same route. I was going to go the eighth inning of that game. Yeah, it was it against was, the uh, the Tigers, right? Yeah, yeah, the was, Detroit Tigers. I was going to go the same thing. Eighth inning, the Orioles put up eight runs against the Tigers to kind of seal that series almost. Yeah. I mean, anybody knows me knows I'm a Yankees fan, but to see your hometown team, a uh, team that you've gone to games since. 14 straight losing seasons. I mean, since I can remember, back in the B.J. Surhoff days, to see them make the playoffs on the on the hot streak they were on and then go to a playoff game, that was a damn good time, I'll tell you that. Okay, so you know what then? So, Matt, then what was your you know top moment, seeing how Ryan and TJ were able to experience that moment together? Thanks for the end guy, bitches. Um. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, me, I, hey, I went to a playoff game with Ryan. We went we to the one, standing the standing only. room only. It was like $75 a ticket. It was game two in 2014. 14, right. Yeah. That's when, the year they when won, the, uh, won the division. They won the division, yeah. And we went we went on and uh, we won that game. And that place went crazy. Yeah. That place was <laughs> nuts. Um, that atmosphere. But I, I think my, uh, right now, my favorite, I have quite a few. Um, that one being one when we went to go see Hater play against the Nats. That was going to be that was going to be my Nats favorite Park. one right there. Um, good when one, guys trip to mm-hmm. to Pittsburgh, we got to see the Ravens take on the Steelers Probably in prime time. <laughs> um, that was the, that was the game that Justin Tucker nailed the game winning field goal. Yeah, field goal I, the I remember yeah. it. I was watching it on TV, <laughs> bastards. But my uh, I think my favorite right now, just because it's one of the more most recent, is when we all got to go uh, to the Ravens and Patriots game in prime time this season, and the uh, Ravens put a whooping on Tom Brady in New England when they were undefeated, 8-0, and then they came into M&T Bank on uh, Sunday Night Football, and the Ravens uh, brought it to them. And just, just the electricity and the atmosphere in the stadium that night was uh, was pretty intense. There was everybody, nobody stood down, I mean not stood down, nobody sat down the entire time. So uh, that's, pro- that's probably mine. So yeah, definitely mine would probably uh, be Josh Hader. July 26, 2017, 9.37, your boy got called in to go lefty against lefty against Bryce Harper. And let me tell you right now, that stadium was shaking. Probably just my row in general, seeing how it was me, Matt, Ryan, and Austin, and we're just going crazy. I remember the people behind us were like, you guys, why are you guys cheering from... <laughs> we we know that guy. We went to school, grew, grew up with all that stuff. Well, we were all wearing. Yeah, we were all we were all wearing hater shirts, and it was just so crazy because not only that he struck him out, but hater got I me. Mean, uh, but Harper got so mad he slammed his bat, and then he got thrown out. He got, got thrown right out. <laughs> that was a good one. We went to this game too. I know Megan and I did. Back 2013 Thanksgiving night, Pittsburgh and Baltimore at the bank. Baltimore ends up winning. Was, was was that the game where Mike Tomlin stuck his foot out and almost tripped Jacoby it Jones? It wasn't. That was a playoff game. That was I a leave. No, I think that was our, a, our a prime time game. Austin also went to that game, so we were we were all at that I game be, together. Yeah, it yeah. was so it was 2013 Thanksgiving night. It was bitter, bitter cold. I remember, mm-hmm. man, bitter, bitter cold. Ravens ended up winning 22-20, but it was a damn good football game. Put the stats up here just to remember it. Ben Roethlisberger went for 257 and two touchdowns. Joe Flacco went for 251 and one touchdown. And going into the fourth quarter, man, I think Justin Tucker kicked five field goals mm-hmm. that game. Ravens what? often rely on a Justin Tucker often, leg, so. That, that year, 2013 Thanksgiving night, I couldn't remember the year. I knew it was Thanksgiving night. It was the only game I ever went to on Thanksgiving. But, man, was that a football game to watch. Mm-hmm. That was a good one. 
Well, you know, speaking of Joe Flacco, I'm actually going to skip a couple of segments right here uh, because I actually want to talk about this one. Um, Where could Joe land? Because, again, he got waived by the Broncos, okay? I don't don't think he lands anywhere. (laughs) No, you think he's out of a job? I I personally don't think he lands anywhere until somebody somebody, um, is really desperate. I don't think he gets signed before the season starts. Uh, I wish a, I wish you guys could it, see what was going on over here in regards to that entire comment. But yeah, I mean, like, I, I, who would be desperate enough to 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 sign Joe? There's one team, and there was the uh, team that I thought before. And Matt's looking at me; he might agree. <laughs> is when we talked about this earlier, yeah. Miami. Yeah, I no, think that's Miami. Exactly who I was going to say that that was one of the spots that we're looking to. That's trade where you for go to end your career. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. let's go to where you go that, to retire. That's exactly right. <laughs> that he, the Ravens looked at them as a trade partner for Flacco before yeah. he got traded to Denver. So I think that as landing spot, mm-hmm. that could that be could top be on his list. Because who 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 does Miami have right now? They still have Fitzpatrick or Rosen. They have Josh. Yeah, Rosen, Rosen, Josh Rosen, um, and I could Fitzpatrick. See, I, no I could see Flacco going to Miami. I could also see him going and competing with Gardner Minshew in Jacksonville. I don't. See, I disagree. Right. You don't? No. Jacksonville straight up said Minshew's their guy. They came out, they said, we don't want anybody else, we want Gardner Minshew. If they bring Flacco in, unfortunately, they bring him in as a backup. As, as a backup, saying, as a backup, I think, exactly. I, I think just Joe that. will be a backup. Well, I don't see them, pay, don't see them paying Joe Flacco that money that he's going to ask for, because we'll, we'll throw the E word in there. Joe Flacco thinks he's elite, he's going to want elite money. Nobody's paying elite money for a backup. Well, let, let's be fair, Joe Flacco could have been elite. If he, if he didn't check the ball down, yes. If he had receivers to go ahead and have to throw to, look, we can have this conversation we can. all day. We I, can. I don't. And we have. I don't have. think that Joe Flacco is an elite quarterback. I, I agree. I think that he had the opportunity to be one. I mean, look. Here's my question. I think he. I think he chose his destiny. I think here's he, my. He did what he had to do because no, there's I agree. guys, there's quarterbacks out there that throw to these no-name receivers that don't do shit. They throw to them and they do their job. Joe Flacco would look at his number one receiver, and if he wasn't open, he's thrown to the running back. Period. And it worked for him in the beginning of he, his career because he had a guy like Ray Rice. He, he has a, a name, check down Joe, right? He got yep. that name for a reason. <coughs> However, as, as good as the Ravens front office has been mm-hmm. throughout their time with both Ozzie and now Eric, I think that they never put a formidable offense on the field for Flacco to work with. He had a couple good pieces here and there, and obviously the best run being when they won the Super Bowl in 2012. With Bolden, Torrey Smith. Uh, Jacoby Jones. They had guys to throw to that year. But after that, they lost everything that they could. Well, you know, I mean, my my thing is that Joe Flacco, does does he even want to play anymore? That's my real thing. I mean, That's maybe maybe, question, maybe he's I just... I think he wants to play, but how hard does he want to play? Does he want to play Joe, for money or does he look, want to play for a ring? Joe has always been a 9-to-5 guy. And I don't think right. Joe's really into... So, that's a good he's not really, describe it. He's he doesn't have that dog guy. mentality anymore, I He think. doesn't I, want to put in extra work. He never has. Right. He never has. I'll walk the dog on this one. Who brings Andrew Luck out of retirement? Bill, <laughs> you guys you see, you guys that? see bars still in that little segment they did on there. Uh, Bill Belichick calling Andrew Luck. Uh, he's like, he was like, uh, hey, who's this? It's Bill. <laughs> Bill Belichick. Oh, hey there, Bill. What's going on? Not so good. <laughs> he's like, 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 well, hope you're not tampering. 
I, I don't know who brings Andrew Luck out of retirement. He's not going to come out of retirement, guys. He's enjoy he's, he's enjoying not. life right now with he his family. Out, he comes out he'll, for a but ring. He'll be, hey, you know who? You yes. know, he comes out it's, for a ring. If a team has everything to win a Super Bowl but a quarterback, Andrew Luck is back here, on the Here's, here's a thing for you. Think about this. And I, as a Ravens fan, I never want to think about this. Lamar Jackson goes down. Every other part of our team is built to win a Super Bowl. Without a quarterback, who wins a Super Bowl? Mm. And now the teams have tape on Lamar Jackson. You go out and you, and you go and you call the Houston Roughnecks and you get yourself a PJ Walker. That's what we don't do. Yeah. You go out we and you we bring don't do that. Well, Jones, baby. The Houston, <laughs> Ruff, the Houston Roughnecks are better managed than the Houston Texans. Yeah. yeah. And so you know what? They out. are five and zero too. By the way. Yeah. Just want the well, and, and the only reason I thought about PJ Walker is because Andrew Luck literally vouched for PJ Walker, and Andrew Luck's dad is the commissioner of the XFL. Well, there you have it then. There you have it. <laughs> there you have it. But hey, let's not even talk about Lamar Jackson. Don't even hurt. start that. Don't even start that. No, yo. Let's, let's, He'd be the highest paid XFL player no, let's in say, the let's league. Let's segue for a second. Let's get off topic here. What NFL, we won't say greats, but what decent NFL players end up going to the XFL? Let's go that route. But the, no decent NFL player is going to go. Yeah, no to the decent XFL. NFL player is going to downgrade. It's all players that go well, get out cut. of the job. So, and I don't Joe think Flacco. That, I don't example. think that this we can thing, make Joe that Flacco statement. doesn't even want to play yeah, anymore. In my opinion, I feel I like he doesn't even want to. Make that statement. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. been one, not even a full year of the XFL, the new XFL. How can yeah. you can't even make a statement? Like, give us three years and then we can have this conversation. People are loving it though. It's brilliant. I love the XFL. I love it too. I just don't think. I don't think any NFL player. Snake drew me in, man. DC. Yeah, DC Defenders bit. Yo, yeah. that was awesome. I was like, yo, what the but heck? Let, yeah. let's, let's go here. You see it. I mean, if you're on any type of social media, you see it all the time. The the argument or the theory of, let's say, whoever wins the XFL championship plays the team in the NFL with the worst record. Whoever wins plays in the NFL. That's season. that would bring a lot of that would that would bring that would that would make that would make things so much interesting. I'm on board. I'd be for it. I'm on board, baby. Let's go. Let's Bengals to the XFL. Let's yeah. go. Well, you, you know what? Someone, someone call up. Yeah, but go. the Roughnecks would have to beat the Bengals. Now is that something? I mean, it's, it's possible. possible. It's possible. It's absolutely but what possible. Rules do you play? Yeah, under? do you play under true. the XFL rules or do you I, play under NFL? Yeah. You go by record. Ooh! You go by wins. <laughs> oh, well, that sounds, you that can't sounds like the XFL will always win that because that's the team that won the championship. That's true. true. That is you true. Go by wins, number of wins. Yes, the XFL. Because if you make the, it to the XFL championship, you obviously have the most wins there. If you make it to the championship game between the two, how many games are in the XFL? I don't ten. Eight. I thought it was ten. I think it's ten. Is it ten? It's ten. I think. I think it's ten games okay. in the XFL. And it's going to be 17 so you, for the NFL starting next year. So you can't go by total wins because... Yeah, it's yeah. Th- two different... Well, I mean, technically you can because they're the worst team in the NFL. Are they really winning 10 fucking games? Yeah. Probably not. All right, so look, 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 look. We're going to end the show right here, all right? We're going to skip another segment and go straight through the top 10 NFL players in the league right now, all right? So what we have drawn up right now, Patrick Mahomes being number one, Michael Thomas number two, Lamar Jackson number three, Aaron Darnold, number four. Christian McCaffrey, number five. Russell Wilson, number six. Who the fuck? Derrick Henry, number seven. (laughs) Stephon Gilmore, number eight. Nick Bosa, nine. And DeAndre Hopkins. Number three after one good year. You know, this just sounds like this just sounds like an unbiased person that just pit that. You know. Lamar Jackson (laughs) is fantastic. He's a blast to watch. 
He is doing things nobody else is doing. Right. And the segment is NFL right now, TJ. (laughs) Number three in the NFL right now after one good year? Right. The the thing is, right now, if it were. Fucking shit. You didn't even have Tom Brady in the top five. I hate that guy. Because he's not good. He's. Have you seen? Did you see Tom Brady last year? Would you. Last year, would you take Tom Brady or Lamar Jackson? You had to choose between Tom Brady and Lamar Jackson. He had 10 wins. If who? you had to choose between Tom Brady, Tom Brady had 10 and Lamar wins. Jackson to take your team to the Super Bowl, who are you choosing? If you say Lamar Jackson, I'm gonna punch you in the fucking mouth because no, Look, you're not. You're taking Tom it's not Brady. About, it's, we're not. We're not talking about taking him to the Super Bowl. If we're talking, talking about, about top players. NFL, you right gotta now. go over stats. You can't go over what yes, they did stats, last exactly. year. Exactly. So you're taking Lamar Jackson over Drew Brees. You're right, taking Lamar right Jackson now. over Philip. Okay, Brady. we're talking about Ryan. Ryan, you got the stats up. Yeah. All right. So Ryan's looking at the stats right now, and that'll determine who would be the better person. Right. Right now. Lamar Jackson with 36 touchdowns. When let's mind you, Lamar Jackson. Listen, listen. So Lamar Jackson didn't play. Here's Tom Brady's stats. Let me show you Tom Brady's stats for just a second. And I hate to agree because I hate Tom Brady. So do I. Now, now, however, however, I do agree. Lamar deserves to be in the top five somewhere. Tom Brady, 2019, 4,057 yards passing for Mm -hmm. a guy that's 43 years old. 24 touchdowns, eight interceptions. Mm That's pretty good stats for a guy who's pretty old and it on is a good. team that was not well put but he's, together. But he's not top 10 players right now. Yes, he is. No, he's not. No, he's not. Right now. I'm not saying all time. It's right now. He's not a top 10 now, player I, I'm going right to be that now. guy. I'm going to be that guy. I want to see what he does on a franchise. Yeah, not that's not the Patriots. the Patriots. Yeah, I exactly. I, I do too. But, okay, we'll, we'll throw Tom Brady out the fucking window. Look, what Tom, happens to listen. his legacy if he comes out and goes 6-10? and 10? Nothing yeah. happens to his legs. So uh, yeah, six yeah I don't know. Okay. I don't know. It's you definitely a discussion. Me, does it tarnish it at all? You mean to tell me right now, today. Aside from all the cheating? Today, March <laughs> yeah, 22nd. <right? laughs> March 22nd. With all this COVID bullshit, they're like, you know what? Fuck it. We're rebuilding teams after this. We're going to mix it up. We're going to rebuild teams. Of the quarterbacks in the NFL right now, you mean to tell me you're taking Lamar Jackson over Drew Brees? Yes, no. yes. No, you're not. Drew Brees is uh, 40 Why? years old. Because Lamar Jackson um, can run give the me, Titans No, because, he's, because Drew Brees is, old, is old. Because Drew Brees is old. Okay, because Tom Brady is old. Give me Patrick Mahomes. Give you, me Lamar Jackson. So give me Russell Wilson. There, give me Deshaun reasons. Watson. I, I really think my top reason. How many Super Bowls do they have combined? They, ha- they haven't been in the league as long as Drew Brees and Tom Brady and all them. I'm not taking any of them. I'm not taking Lamar Jackson over any of them. So if Period. I'm coming from a business standpoint, if I'm a GM, take in the, the NFL, young guy. I am taking Pat Mahomes. Thank you. I am taking. First. Yes, I agree with that. I agree. I am taking. Mahomes I'm is my taking a guy one. that is electric in the league mm-hmm. and is going to bring fans to the stadium. Right now, now, Tom Brady's not bringing fans to the stadium. No. You know what brought fans to the stadium in, the in New England? Them no. being yeah. the franchise of the Patriots after yeah. 20 straight years right of winning. Now. Right now. Because of the sample size we got, I'm taking Deshaun Watson over Lamar Jackson. I I am too right now. Give yes. me so give me one more year like Lamar Jackson mm-hmm. just gave us, and I'm taking Lamar every time. Look, after that. I definitely I definitely want. I don't. I'm not disagreeing with you guys there. I definitely want to see Lamar Jackson do like after an MVP season. You have to follow it up. You can't just be like a one hit wonder. But the man didn't play for what two and a half <clears> games <throat> last year. All the th- so the full game that he missed, and then he didn't play for like. Five fourth quarters okay. in the whole season. Okay. So he put he was the and MVP the with Titans missing two do? and a half games. What did the Titans do in the playoffs? They uh, got that man so off his game. They he, did not. He they did not like get him off his game. 
Throwing TJ. hissy fits on the field. TJ. Okay, so look, you know, I, I, I'll, I'll disagree on this right now. No, no, I'll, 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 I'll settle this right now. Don't okay? look at his numbers. Look at how he acted on the field. He was throwing his helmet. He was putting his hands up for flags. He was because acting like a child. Because the man threw the ball so look. about eight times. And so look, perfect. Okay, so how about this dropped. right now? Right now, Matt, give me your top ten right now. My top ten right your now. Your top ten right now. Uh, Patrick Mahomes would be number one. I think. If it were right now, all right, give me Patrick Mahomes. Give me, honestly, I would say Lamar Jackson's two. Then Michael Thomas. Then Aaron Donald. Then uh, Christian McCaffrey. Then Russell Wilson. Then Derrick Henry. Stephon Gilmore. Nick Bosa. And DeAndre Hopkins. TJ, go. I'm not, it's just it, right it, now. It's too not, many players just not, to like name off the top of our head yeah, one. Yeah. I'm not starting this argument because right now, top 10, top 5, I'm not going off of last season because I'm going off of consistency. If you're going off of last season, obviously Lamar Jackson's going to be there. If you're going off of consistency, Lamar Jackson's not even in my top 10, 15, whatever. What he did last year was fan-fucking-tastic. He was a blast to watch, and that's coming from a Steelers fan. But you can't give him all this credit until he repeats it. Why? So I just, just want to because go look back. at people. Let's talk about. Can Peyton. we can we say that he did carry the team? Okay. When and, when he took and over so for did Joe. Peyton Hillis in 2012. And he came the in. Fucking Browns. And, and he, he, and he, and yeah. he won. That's fair. And he should have beat That's Patrick fair. Mahomes twice in the defense. Okay. This is and Peyton twice. Hillis in 2012 beat the fucking Patriots. And where's Peyton Hillis? Unemployed. <laughs> Nobody even talks about him. <laughs> look, this is gonna sound like a Ravens <clears> fan <throat> defending his player, but. If I must say, the play calling in the Titans game awful. was awful. Okay. We went, we completely Why throw the ball over 50 times with a guy who hasn't thrown it more than 35 the not, whole season? Not to mention there was about eight drops in that game. So either way, Minimum regardless, I, I, I agree with drops. you, TJ. We need to see a bigger sample size of Lamar Jackson before we can make any type of greatness statement or give him any type of credit to be in the same talk as Tom Brady mm-hmm. and other guys who have proven themselves in the NFL. You mean to put him in the yeah. same talk as top ten in the league right now? I don't. Th- I, I. I'm. I'm I not think if we're talking about right this second, yes, you I put say. him in the conversation. Like if you're talking about if you want to put a team together right now, yeah, yeah. If, you, if you do, yeah. I don't. If think, you want to do I don't that, think yeah. many you, people would disagree. I don't think you, top ten all time. You absolutely but, mentioned him. Yeah, but you can't even. And, and Matt's already done it. But you can't even tell me. Right now, if you're built, if you get to start from square one, TJ, the, today, the that quarterbacks that you're Jackson. stating are in their like 40s, and they are you, still producing. Yeah, they're still. But how long until one hit I'm takes them out? I'm talking about right now. You got to win the Super Bowl this year. You're uh, not. Well, if we're talking about a you, one season, you said, one you, hit said you said starting a franchise. You had you you got a. You didn't say win the Super Bowl. You just said you're starting a franchise and you're a GM. Who are you taking? From a business standpoint, and and being a general manager, you take the young, electrifying player who has a chance to to play 15 more years, not the player who's already played 20 years. If you're trying to win a Super Bowl right now, right now, obviously you take those guys. Yeah. So. Well, look, you know, guys, TJ, thanks so much for stopping in. Uh, definitely appreciate you uh, coming in and uh, giving your insight on what's going on. Uh, Sports and Reports, this is episode three. Um, so happy that you guys are tuning in with us and listening. Um, episode four will definitely be coming out next week. Uh, hopefully, we'll all be able to air it together if we're not quarantined in our house. Uh, so, TJ, thank you again so much for stopping in. Definitely appreciate it. Uh, Matt, Ryan, also, thank you guys for always coming in and uh, doing the show with me, too. Uh, looks like we'll be uh, heading off, signing off. Catch you guys a little bit later. Quarantining off. Quar- quarantining off. Guys, definitely st- stay safe out there, and uh, we'll be catching you later. <laughs>